So just before we get started, listener, we wanted to tell you about some friends of ours called The Disc Dump. Uh, if you like our podcast, or even if you don't, you might like The Disc Dump podcast. So have a listen to this, and uh, we'll get started in a minute. Halloween approaches, and the Disc Dump podcast is doing something special. We are watching all of the Masters of Horror movies, and we are going to be releasing an episode for each individual one. Look for it all October long on the Disc Dump podcast. Hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's season eight, episode three. You did it to me again. <laughs> my, <laughs> my name is Andy Balam, and this is <laughs> Andy Cockerell. I'm laughing too. <laughs> and together we are the Good Robot. The Andys. Good Robot Andy's. <laughs> oh, sorry. Should we take another run at that intro? <laughs> no, no, let's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the thing that we're going to talk about tonight is it's a movie, uh-huh. and it's called The Visit. The Visit, and without having ever heard of it or knowing anything about it, I can tell you that it is a um, studio-funded but low-budget Hollywood uh, thriller starring Michelle Pfeiffer as a psychologist who, spoiler alert, turns out to be the murderer. That's... Interesting. Is that actually completely right? It's close. <laughs> oh, wow. It's very close. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, it is I'm cool. I'm good at so, this. Sadly, doesn't star Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, well, I know. that's the only bit I cared yeah. about. <clears throat> Disappointing, but true. Yeah. Um, but this is a low-budget, uh, studio-funded picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, wow, I, that, <laughs> I just made that bit up. Uh, directed by a director who's now thrice returning to this podcast. So I think wow, probably a that's record. that's the first time. There you go, yeah. I don't remember that happening I before. think that's a record. So uh, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Ah. Who's, okay. We've done twice before with um, yes. Glass and before that Split. Oh, did we not do The Village? No. Or did we just talk about, maybe we just talked about uh, No, we've village. talked about, I think we've talked about his back catalogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And where it all went wrong. <laughs> so is he back on form? Is this new? It's not new, but this okay. is this was the beginning of being back on form, and this is one that okay. I didn't watch at the time. I think mainly because, uh, you know, if someone goes on a losing streak for a while, you kind of ignore them. Give them a break. Yeah, give them a break. But actually, like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I should have watched this at the time because it's very okay. good. But anyway, that's giving that's giving away what I think of it. But um, That's okay. You only do things you like if the listener th- hasn't twigged. That is true. Yeah, that is true. So this is a 2015, um, so five years old, whoa, mm-hmm. uh, American found footage. Oh, I like so, a found uh, footage. Yeah, we're, we're in the realms of the Blair Witch Project and mm-hmm. uh, Cannibal Holocaust here. And uh, what's and that thing with the monster? What's that thing with them? Oh, yes. We've done this before. Yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah. Cloverfield, yeah, I like that. The, we there's did, also didn't we do the, the Cloverfield sequel? Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. It's very good. Cloverfield. No, but still a good, solid thriller, nonetheless. I haven't seen it. Very good. Um, 
Yes, found footage. I was going to say there's another very good found footage anthology called VHS, which right. is about a cursed VHS tape. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the film, the George Romero film, of which we do not speak. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, me neither. No. Okay, so let's move on from that. Um, it's a found footage horror comedy film. Oh, cool. So, so some, yeah, so some mashing, mashing up of genres here, which is cool. Uh, written, co-produced, and directed by M. M. Night Shyamalan. So, has he done a comedy before? He seems a very serious chap from that sort of. He's never films. done an out-and-out comedy. I think his movies always feature, you know, some comedy or lightness of tone. But no, he's never done an out-and-out comedy before. He seems very serious to me. But yeah, yeah, I think he's a pretty serious guy. Yeah. Um, the movie stars Olivia de Jong. Ed Oxenbold, Deanna Dunnigan, Peter McRobbie, and Catherine Hahn. So I didn't recognise any of those people apart from Catherine Hahn, who I've seen in quite a few movies. Um, Would I know her from something? I don't know. If you've seen either of the Bad Mums movies, nope. which you probably haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> so but they are, they are actually a lot of fun. Um, it's, they are actually a lot of fun, and actually they tell you a lot about the way that um, mums and women interact with each other. Uh-huh. And and the second one, it tells you a lot about the way that uh, parents interact with their parents uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the kind of friction that that causes. And also they are quite broad comedies as well. So uh-huh. they manage to get interesting social stuff under the radar. Of right, right, right. people falling over and being sick and that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I like I like bridesmaids really. Um, right, although bridesmaids yeah. is supposed to be worth it. It is, yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, so the film centres around teenage Becca and her younger brother Tyler, who live with their single mother, played by Catherine Hahn, um, who left home fifteen years ago and is estranged from her parents. So she hasn't been back for fifteen years. Uh huh. Uh, but after finding their grandchildren online and wanting to meet them, the grandparents invite them to spend a week at their farm, while their mother goes off with her new boyfriend on a cruise. Um, so aspiring filmmaker Becca, so she's the one who's doing all the found footage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her brother Tyler, who's a bit of a doofus, <laughs> um, they decide to go. They're like, no, no, we'll go. You go off and have fun with your new boyfriend. You know, genuinely, they, they genuinely want her want her to have fun. Um, and Becca decides to make a documentary of their visit. Mm-hmm. However, strange behaviours and dark, disturbing secrets soon emerge. So that's the that's the synopsis. Okay. Okay. Um, so the film was released in North America in 2015. It was it received generally positive reviews. And grossed ninety eight point five million worldwide. I think it had a very low budget. Yeah, five million budget. Right, right. Oh, that's a so success. did really well. Um, so, so I've got to assume that M Night Shyamalan is going to do the strange behaviours well. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay. So they get there, and the two grandparents initially. They seem like kind of slightly scatty. Hold it. Grand- I've seen grand- a trailer for this. It's oh, coming back to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, continue. I don't think I, <laughs> Sorry, ha- I don't think I have seen the trailer for this, but Right. It it, it 
It didn't spoil it, but I got the idea that they were with the grandparents and it was weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. So they seem kind of scatty and a bit um, distracted. Right. Um, And Tyler, who's the little boy... um, Oh, no, sorry. We'll just back up a bit. Mm -hmm. So they're told that they shouldn't leave their rooms every evening uh, after 9.30. Okay. They're supposed to be be locked in. But one That reminds me. That reminds me. I've got a topic for later. Okay. Just just remind me that I said... Maybe related to gremlins. Maybe related to gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Maybe related to gremlins. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, go Um, on. (laughs) That's okay. So, uh, no, I have to say things several times so that I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So one night, but one night, Becca ignores this. Right, yes, of course. And goes down, of course, otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. No. Uh, and she goes downstairs and she finds Nana projectile vomiting all over the living room. Okay. To which she is incredibly alarmed. Okay. And runs back to the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the next weird thing is that Tyler goes into the shed, which is where Grandad works, does his stuff... And he finds a pile of soiled adult nappies. Diaper, <laughs> diapers, as they call them in the United States. Yeah, yeah. And maybe other parts of the world. I don't know. Soiled. So, okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, you just throw them away. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, Becca asks Nana about the day that their mum left home. Mm-hmm. And Nana loses her cookies and doesn't really address it at all. So they think that, you know, it was incredibly... Uh, traumatic mm-hmm. um, later on they see Pop and Nana who are having a um, confrontation with someone in the backyard right and the kids decide to show their mum who they're talking to o- over Skype um, oh look there's we'll show you um, Nanny and Grandad so they put the laptop pointing out the window Mm. And Mum says, "That's, That's not your not nanny your and granddad." granddad. <laughs> 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 and at this point, you think, "Oh no, what's going this, on?" This podcast is going to contain spoilers. Oh, we've already we've already spoiled it. Yeah. So it transpires that it is indeed not nanny and granddad, <laughs> and they find nanny and granddad uh, in the basement. They've been oh. murdered. Um, and oh, at yeah. this point, things go hor- things go horribly south. At this point, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but there's a scene. There's a scene before that where they put a camera in the living room to try and film what's going on at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in a wonderful piece of like found footage magic, really, Nana immediately finds the camera <laughs> and then runs upstairs and starts banging on their bedroom door, and it's pretty scary. Yeah. It's pretty intense because you don't know whether this is supernatural or whether they're just like barking mad or something. Yeah. What transpires is that they are escapees from a, a nearby psychiatric hospital. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, Nanny and Grandad used to go there and help out as like, it's kind of yeah. hospice type thing. They used to help out as volunteers. Yeah. And these two people basically 
found the found out where they lived went there and took their place uh and they're doing a pretty credible job of impersonating them and i, and okay. I guess the con- the conceit is that they've never met them so they don't know what they look like and and her mum their mum doesn't have any photos of them and mm-hmm. uh you know she left so, suddenly so the setup is very clever it's very so it's basically a morality tale about how you shouldn't um, <laughs> break contact with your family yeah pretty much yeah um Otherwise so children uh get murdered <laughs> or at least vomited on yeah uh so some really nasty stuff happens well not really nasty i mean it's fairly some fairly nasty stuff happens uh, they managed to escape, and then Mum has managed to phone the police. So the police arrive with these two teens looking traumatised. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, you know, it's a very, it's ninety four minutes. It's pretty um, tightly plotted, low budgeted. You know, a budget of five million isn't much, but I really enjoyed this. It's got a lot of energy. Um, I'm sure that if we hadn't just given it away, you'd probably figure out the sting anyway. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because it's got so much energy and goodwill about it that you kind of go with it. <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun, the visit. Uh, and this this was the beginning of, of Shyamalan's sort of climb back up from <laughs> commercial failure, really. So I'm just going to look at his um, his filmography. So I think the last thing that he saw that I've seen was The Village from 2004. Right. Which I quite enjoyed, The Village. I thought it was it was fun. Um, but after that, there was Lady in the Water, which I haven't seen. It had such bad reviews that I didn't watch it. Then there was The Happening, which I also yeah, haven't which seen. Yeah, people, which people on the TV and the internet thought it was really silly. Yeah, yeah. Uh then there was the last Airbender, which I haven't seen, and then and then the final thing that really put paid to him for a couple of years was After Earth with uh, Will Smith and Jaden Smith, right? Which just got absolutely kicked around. Yeah, right. got kicked around from here to there. Um, so you know he had a couple of years off, which isn't terrible, uh, but came back and has since then has been working with Jason Blum uh, of Blumhouse. So the last three movies that he's made, so that this, Split, and Glass are all Blumhouse co-productions. And that Blumhouse, uh, you mentioned them, several of the other films we've yeah. talked yeah. about. Yeah, so they're, they're a sort of um, low to medium budget, uh, not exclusively horror. So, you know, as we were talking about, they, they produced... Or partly produced, um, Get Out. Ah, okay, okay. And some other things that are not related to horror. You know, Jason Blum's mm-hmm. a, you know, a, is a a right on kind of guy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's probably in our in our political ballpark in the way that we think about things. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's a good producer. He knows what he's doing. So uh, yeah, so this this is sort of. The beginning of of Shyamalan's, I suppose you would say, commercial recovery, mm-hmm. and creatively as well. I think this is this is a very lean piece of work. So I think of of Shyamalan 
the similar to, way to the way I think about Tarantino. Like he's got this strong style. He's very stylish, yeah, and yeah. and like like recognisable quite often. And but I was just reflecting that I kind of know why Tarantino makes films. Okay, like it's basically nostalgia for films that he liked. When yeah, because he he, he he worked in a video store. And, and he uh, just goes on about, you know, I've seen DVD extras and he talks about it and he just loves, he loves that thing and he wants to make it. Yes, but, yes. But, but what I was thinking was, I don't really know, if I think about some of the films that I felt missed the mark a bit, mm. so like I I really liked um, Unbreakable. Yep. Um, and I kind of felt like I was getting, I was starting to understand why he makes films. But... The, the alien one, what's that called? That that is su- signs. Yeah, signs. Yeah, I was like, why am I here? What yeah. what are you doing with your camera? It's not great, is it? Signs in your script. I think it has a it has so much potential signs, and it kind of throws it away. But I didn't feel like it missed. Like could have been great. I was just like, why are you why? doing this? Why is this? So yeah, I wonder whether you know mm. why why he makes film like what he's. Is he also driven by a kind of nostalgia? Or doesn't appear to be. No, I wouldn't have said that. That um, these things are particularly nostalgic. Um, Do you yeah, have any I'm ideas? Not, no, I don't. No, I mean, there's comic book stuff in there, right? Yes, there is definitely. Yeah, so I think of late, uh, I think I think the visit would make a very fine one and done graphic novel. Mm-hmm. In terms of its, you know, the way that it's shot and the found footage aspect of it would make a very effective graphic novel, and certainly, um, you know, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass are all mm-hmm. basically superhero slash supervillain movies, mm-hmm. but set in the real world. Mm-hmm. They're very grounded. Yeah, it's an interesting thing he's doing, and that, like that thing of superheroes, but they're in the real world. You know, I could have believed that that was his thing, but then I can't fit that into Signs or The Village. Or, no, no, I know what you, you know. mean. Yeah. yeah. I guess I mean, people are allowed to have more than one thing. <laughs> yeah, I would say that he's he's a genre director, though. Mm-hmm. In that he's used... In his movies, there's usually some hook of genre. So either this, which yeah. is a horror movie of a kind. Um, but I guess that's why I'm trying yeah. to place him. Because, because he's so obviously genre, that makes me then want to fit him into a pattern you know hmm. okay yeah but I'm not, I'm not sure there is one yeah yeah maybe that maybe i should give him a call and suggest you know that that's what he's doing wrong you know say yo m night <laughs> m night m night m as well wigwan m night <laughs> so here's some interesting facts would you like some okay. facts about the yes, movie? Yes, give them to me. Okay, so he, he partly funded the visit by borrowing five million against his home. His home must Whoa. be worth a lot of money. Um, so, yes, yeah, well, self-funded. He's made some successful films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. Um, wow, so he got his money back then. Yeah, and some. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um... Yes. So, so he self-funded it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
he uh, Universal agreed to distribute it along with uh, Blumhouse. So actually, Blumhouse didn't fund it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought they did, but he self-funded it, which is quite something. So that's. Is that because he's been that unsuccessful? Oh, I guess now, now we, you're saying he's now recovering and he probably would get things funded. Yeah, no, I think he would now, yeah, definitely. He was struggling at that moment, right. right. Um, so critical response, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it holds a rating of 67%. So that's and, uh, quite low. It's quite low, but it says it provides horror fans with a satisfying blend of thrills and laughs and also signals a welcome return to form for director M. Night Shyamalan. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, it is welcome, isn't it? Yeah, that's interesting. Why it is I, welcome. Why yes. do I care? But no, I it is a welcome return because I think he is a good director, and I think he's got and a writer. And I think he's got some really interesting ideas. Yeah, it just felt so interesting, and you wondered what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. That's why I resented Signs because it was like, oh, is that what's going to happen next? Yeah, that doesn't tell me anything. So I guess um, the other thing, the thing about Signs is there's this religious thing, like he um, he's finding his faith type thing. Yeah. So maybe that's part of what he's about. Maybe. Some some kind of... Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Critic Mark Kermode panned the film, mm-hmm. saying it, it may be worse than Lady in the Water. Now, I haven't seen Lady in the Water, so maybe he's right about that. <laughs> what I doubt in it. It was the film that he made. Uh, this was the beginning of his big decline, Lady in the Water. Okay. okay. Um, it's Paul Gia- Paul oh, Giamatti, Lady in the Water. Is that? That's me doing an impression of Paul Giamatti. Oh, <laughs> it's Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul Giamatti. Oh, like that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, listen. That was that was today's impression. You might get oh, another one. Okay. Who knows? Yeah. It could happen. Yeah, it okay. could happen. Okay. It could happen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. Okay. So I have to formulate the the question, but I don't know how to do it for this film. Let me think. You've already asked quite a few. So, you yeah, know, but not don't push your luck. <laughs> I need to ask you a question about, like, meaning. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Um, it just doesn't sound like there's any deep meaning behind oh, it. Oh, no. No, it's just fun. But it's good okay, fun. that's why I can't ask you the question. <laughs> it's good, solid fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I think sure. I think the thing that you said earlier which, which was sound, which is don't lose contact with your parents. Right. So you, so you right. know what they look like <laughs> yeah. before you send your children to them. At least you know what they look like. And you can so, give your children a picture of them to say, this is what they look like. Yeah, but you wouldn't, would you? Well, you would, cause, because their parent, her mum and dad meet the children at the train station. But you would just assume... So if they had a picture, or if they'd seen them on, you know, if she wasn't estranged from them, they would have conversed over Skype or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they get to the train station and be like, you're not my grandparents, I'm going home. <laughs> End of film. So, you know, um, <laughs> so the moral is, uh, keep in touch with the parents unless you're going to be involved in making a found footage horror movie, in which case don't. Yeah, yeah I mean, try, definitely try and... yeah. Keep keep your relationships um, as positive as you can. Yes, yes, indeed. But yeah. Also, I mean, if you're in if you're in a really really bad situation, you should definitely get out of it. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Still no word from Arnie whether he's going to be at our one hundredth pod. 
Right. No, no, he hasn't. He doesn't seem to have replied no. to my tweet. No. Also, it, it's basically too late for him to be president now. I'd say. Uh yes, I think so. Because yeah. they, for a start, they have to change the law. They have to change the constitution, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, which is yeah. they, they could amend it to they say that, that yeah. Arnie yeah. can be president. Nobody yeah, people, else. <laughs> people born outside the country who are Arnie can be president. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think he seems, well, last time I saw some YouTube videos of him, he seemed like he was kind of in retirement mode. He wasn't. Oh, he's definitely in retirement mode. Yeah, he's. Uh, he didn't want to be president, but he I does these, want him to be. He does these funny videos from his house with his. Yeah. Um, Donkey and Shetland Pony. Yeah, I saw the one about that we should all stay at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so I anyway, I highly recommend the visit if you're out for a right. ninety minute bit of silliness uh-huh. that is actually quite scary and disturbing at times, but is ultimately just a bit of silliness. Then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's very good. Speaking, yeah. oh, good, thank you. Yeah, I think I'd probably watch it if I saw it was on. Speaking of being out, uh, I yes. went. I went out. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I went out. <laughs> yeah, it's not as exciting as I, I made wonder it what you were going to say then. <laughs> I went out and watched Tenet. Ah, did you? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Isn't it great? Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and now I just want to watch it another 17 times on yeah, slow Yeah, pretty mode. much, that's pretty much what I wanted to do, but I didn't, because then the cinema's closed, so I couldn't do it. So. Well, yeah, so I, it, like, I was momentarily bothered by the fact that it, the ideas obviously don't really work. Okay. But yeah. but the, in film land, they do. The execution totally of do. it is just yeah, yeah. Uh, outstanding. And I just, I just want to... A, just watch it a few more times and get an idea of what's really happening. Yeah. But B, I just want to sit and think about what's happening in some of those scenes. <laughs> Isn't Kenneth uh, Branagh just so deliciously yeah. evil in it, though? When I saw him, because I, you know, because you know, I used to. Well, we had the conversation very early in yes, this podcast. We actually, did, yeah. About, about the fact that I said you I dislike. I him. said I hated him, and then I apologised to him because I know he listens. And he does listen. Yeah. Hi, Ken. How's it going? Uh, and he is so good. Like this is what the problem the problem with the whole Shakespearean training is. I mean, you get stupid Shakespeare plays and stupid Shakespeare films with people overacting like crazy. <laughs> yes. But you also get somehow out of that process come people who really can act. Yeah, they can. They know their stuff, don't they? And he is an example. So you, uh, on the one hand, you're like, well, why didn't they get someone with that accent? to play someone with that accent. But you don't like, need it. Okay. You've got Ken Brenner. He can just do it for I see, you. I see why he's here now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. He brings the menace. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, Tenet's great. But I really want to watch it, as you say, as many more times as possible and just stop yeah. the action at points and figure out, try yeah. and figure out how exactly they executed <laughs> that. Because I can't uh, see the join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just the effects, but also, like, what's actually happening in the plot. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming there is... So there are some DVD extras where they take you through the blueprints of like yeah. this person walks through here and then this person's going backwards in time through here and then and, and <laughs> explain how it all works because yeah. I really really yeah. want to properly get my head around what actually happened in all the scenes in both directions. Yeah, it's good. Did I just spoil it? 
No, don't think so. I okay. think people can. I think people understand that it's a. Okay. It's a timey wimey wibbly wobbly movie. Yeah, it's timey wimey wibbly wobbly. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Been watching anything else? Uh, been I finished season nine of The Walking Dead. Um, which was good. Uh, but yes, I've yes. now started on Fear the Walking Dead, which is right. uh, surprisingly good. Right, you were gonna, you said you were going to watch season two of that. Yeah, so I finished season two. I'm now on season three. Okay, okay. Where two major characters buy the farm, which was quite a surprise. Right. Um, but it's carrying on without them. And it's, yeah, I think the the change of location from... Uh, sort of Georgia and the southern states to uh, initially California and then Mexico is a really good idea. Okay. Because it does give you a, a completely different idea mm. of how people are coping with it. And also you've got the whole, um, the in Mexico you've got the Catholic attitude towards death, which is completely different to anything we've seen before. Okay, okay. Uh, so you've got, it's just, it's a very different tone. Right, right. Um, well, and good. yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, it's surprisingly gruey at times. Oh, no, not as gruey as season nine of The Walking Dead, which was very gruey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really took the grueyness to a whole new level. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, good. I'm enjoying it. It's, there's some interesting characters. It's just been revealed that one of the main characters who's been in it since the beginning has reappeared, and it turns out he is a um. Uh, a CIA trained assassin. Okay. Yeah, which is interesting. It sounds like I should, I, I should probably get it on DVD. Yeah. No, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Because I watched some of season one. I liked it, but it didn't grip me the way The Walking Dead. No, I don't me. think. I don't think season one is all that strong, and I think season two has a few issues as well. But season three, it really picks up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very effective. So we've been continuing to watch um, Rude Word beginning with S, Creek. Yes, okay. So good. It's so It's got so much heart, and it's original and hilarious. And all the jokes are just because you know the characters really well, and, yeah, you know, it's really character-based. It's really, really good. We watched one episode of Afterlife. After After oh, Ricky Life. Gervais, yes, Ricky Gervais. really, really like that. Yeah. So that um, I I it's I thought it seemed amazing. I'm not sure whether the wife also thought it seemed amazing, but the wife may not be able to cope with the level of sadness that is involved. It is quite sad. I mean, it 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 it, it doesn't shy away talking about grief. And sadness yeah. and loss—it's all there, you know. And it's it, handling it really yeah. well, I think. But yeah. it's still there. Yeah, it's very, very good afterlife. And I think that it—you know—if you've experienced grief and loss, it reminds you what it's like, mm. and it doesn't hold back when it's talking mm. about it. And and in that respect, that's why it's—it's it's scored so highly and got so many views because it is just incredibly honest about it, but also really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems amazing. So In that you've got Ricky Gervais that. with his famous misanthropic, yeah. the way that he he, he goes through uh, 
his character is just you know he's just suffering so badly and to get through it he's just incredibly horrible to everybody around him yeah, and they're all just that like, really works it does work but they're also like they put up with it because they know he's suffering so badly yeah um yeah. even though he's basically using them using them as in, as an emotional punching bag yeah 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 it seems good yeah it is good yeah and we watched a detective series that's on Netflix. I've forgotten the name of it. It's the name of a woman. It begins with C. Ooh. And hmm. I can't remember the name. Any and I good? don't want to look it up because that would be just someone looking something up on the internet. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, it's pretty traumatic. Okay. Because um, the main character is A, confused, and B unreliable ah okay um so interesting from that point of view but really stressful um and i eventually had to think to myself like the level of peril is kind of beyond what you normally get in a police drama okay um the level of peril to the main character i'm just going to try and find this do you know who's in it oh yeah that person yeah okay and um I had to think to myself, oh, it's okay. It's just Luther, right? Because the point about Luther, which Luther. Way, I love. Luther. I love. I totally love <laughs> Luther. But yeah. the point about Luther is it's um, the peril to him and everyone around him is collateral? turned up. Is it collateral? No. no. Okay. Um, the peril is turned up so high. It, if you take it seriously, you will suffer health consequences okay so you just yeah. have to laugh and this is similar you have to just not take it that seriously because it's just <laughs> it mm. could destroy you i oh, don't know what name? this is what is her name oh we no. also watched a couple of episodes because we're watching all the netflix possible before yes. We use it, yes of something called criminal criminal yes. Hmm. Is that what it's called? And that takes police procedural to the absolute max. Because Is that a Cameron, British show or an American show? It, it's a franchise. We watched the British one. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm reading here is that there's a British version of it, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, the camera never leaves the interview room. Ah, yes, yes. It's just some police interviews. And they do everything by the book. You know, they don't break all the rules and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, and there's some really interesting plots in it. Okay. Although I I take issue with episode two. Okay. Um, but yeah, it uh, it seems really interesting as a program. I don't want to spoil episode two or or talk about nasty things, but no. Basically, a very improbable outcome happens. Which is unhelpful to the the real world if people have storylines where that happens. Unhelpful to the real world. If that's too cryptic, I apologise. <laughs> no, cryptic is good. We don't want to give away t- <laughs> stuff that's not part of our spoilery podcast that we've just done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, I've been catching up on Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Also, also on Netflix, because yeah, there's a new season it? out. It's really good. I, I don't watch Star Trek. It's boring. It's really, is really it, good. Is it good? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. I don't know if I can bear it. Mm, what else have you been watching? Um, yeah, it's just mainly at the moment it's Fear the Walking Dead and Star Trek. I'll tell you what I've been playing. 
and several of my children have been playing. They, I, I heard from a friend about this game called Factorio, but I didn't get that. Although I think I should. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found a game that's kind of inspired by it, which is open source, so I like it. It's called Shapes. So Shape and then Z at the end. Mm-hmm. You can find it on shapes.io. And basically you have to build a factory. So it tells you what you need to manufacture, and then you you place on this two-dimensional world all these machines that connect up to each other. Lots of conveyor belts going everywhere between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. And it is so much fun. Mm. It's really, okay. really fun. So it's like a kind of uh, version of The Sims, but with Samuel Adams in, star, in charge of it instead of... Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's more like SimCity. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 okay. You're building like a system and you want to try and make it work really well. And yeah, stuff like okay. Um, and are, are there any um, humans in there making things or is it all automated? No. So my understanding is, because it's kind of inspired by Factorio, my understanding about Factorio is that there are these, there is a bit of peril because there are these aliens that kind of attack your stuff. Okay. Um, but in shapes, there's no peril whatsoever. You just build these massive machines and and fulfill more and more complex orders for different shapes that need to be created. Ah, okay. Well, that sounds potentially interesting. It's so addictive and yeah. um, relaxing, uh, yeah, and absorbing. It's really exciting. Nice. Excellent. So here's the thing that I, I told you to remind me about. Yes, the thing that's like gremlins. <clears throat> so you know how you know how they cancelled Christmas. And uh, now we can't go and see anyone at yes. Christmas, which yes. is the thing we love about Christmas. Mm, some well, people we, do. We, <clears throat> the thing that we love in this yeah. house, we, we we just want to go and stay with people and won't be able to. So we're sad about that. So we've um, we've cooked up a plan, which is to have the 12 films of Christmas. And we're going to watch 12 Christmas films, one each day, oh. in the lead up to Christmas. Now, I know how you love lists. Oh, I do love a list, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe you and listener should Drum suggest. Roll. Drum roll. Oh, oh you so, want the suggestions, do you? So the, Yeah, yeah, I don't have the list in front of me, so we can't do... What I should have done is prepared in some way. But have you already got a list, or do you need a list we of We have films got or? a list, but oh, I wouldn't okay. say it was final. Okay. So the requirements are... Um, the film should be no higher than a 12... Unless you, unless there's a really good reason, so we can't why. put Die Hard on the list. Then, <laughs> so you can't put Die Hard, which is a real problem. Okay, that is a problem. Yeah, because um, it's definitely so, a Christmas movie. Yes, but we do have to give you a flavour. We've got Ghostbusters on there. That's a good one. Um. Okay. So, she's a dog. That's the only. That's the only <laughs> film I can remember out of the twelve. <laughs> Okay, she's not my girlfriend. She sleeps above the floor, four feet above the floor, but she's not my girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, and some other films as well as um, Ghostbusters. Oh, oh um, uh, Bill Hang and Ted's on. Bogus Journey. Is Ghostbusters a Christmas movie? I thought the no, Ghostbusters so. Two is a Christmas movie. I don't think Ghostbusters is a Christmas movie. It no. Might be, mm. and I don't think that. Um, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is a Christmas no. movie, but that's on there. Bogus. Um, what is a Christmas movie 
is Batman Returns. So we're seriously considering yes. Batman Returns. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, only because it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in, and not because it has any other merit whatsoever. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, it's not a great. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's it fine. Suffers, it's fine. It definitely suffers from being shot only on a set and not on location anywhere. Oh, is that right? And it looks very set bound. It looks, you know, right. very dry. It's basically, Batman was good. Yep. And Batman Returns had Michelle Pfeiffer in. That's and Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's very good in that. Yeah. In fact, yeah. actually, Danny DeVito is very good. In fact, everybody's good in it. They're fine. It's just it's, lacking I mean, something. The Penguin is so annoying. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've seen it a lot of times <laughs> right. in my youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the aforementioned reason. Hmm. Oh, what about Krampus? Oh, Krampus is a 15. Uh, it's that a wonderful life. Scary. You've got to have it. It's a wonderful life. I don't think we are going to have that. <sighs> it's number one of IMDb's yeah. top 100 Christmas <laughs> movies. Yeah, it's an amazing film. Right. I actually don't think I've seen it. Have you not? No, you, so. It's very good. It's very, very good. But it is quite yeah. bleak and dark. Yeah, I mean, we'll just be crying all the way through, right? Pretty much, yeah. Even yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sad not to have Die Hard. But, yeah, uh, any suggestions as you as they occur to you throughout the week? Okay. Listener? okay. Miracle on 34th Street, the Richard Attenborough version. Not the other, not the older version. Right. In fact, they're I both they're both good. Either. They're both good. Trading places. That's probably a 15. It's quite fruity in, in, on the language. Mind you, Ghostbusters right. is quite fruity on the language. Yes. I mean, they watch Taskmaster. Okay, that's quite fruity on the language. And yeah. sometimes Taskmaster's pretty, <laughs> pretty far, <laughs> pretty far down the fruity aisle. Yes, it is. Yeah, all the way down near the uh, the kumquats. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, that weird, that weird fruit that is banned from some hotels. Oh, um, durians. Yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, smelly ones, yeah, the ones yeah, from Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I shall have a think about a Christmas thanks. movies. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. I'm sure thanks. I could draw up a list that's got more than twelve films on it. Yeah, because I love a list. Yeah, especially one that's much longer than you were asked for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> um, should cool. we talk about our hundredth pod? Oh, go on then. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think anybody's coming to it because. <laughs> Everybody's incredibly busy, which is which is, which is fair enough. We did try and we did try and organise something, but I think everybody's just incredibly busy. So, on the next pod, I'm going to be. Uh, we said we would talk about the favourite scene from a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, so of I course, might be able to come up with three or something. I of course, you, how can't many are you do that. So I've got yeah. a list of ten. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do ten in detail. <laughs> I'm going to run down the list and then I'm going to talk about number one in some detail. Okay. Well, yeah. I might try and... Oh, you have to remind me. But I'll, I might try and come up with a few Okay. Um, of my favourites. But yeah, listener, we'd love it if you... A, if you told us your favourite movie moments, but especially we'd love it if you sent us a bit of audio. Yeah, we'd love that. Yeah, just a, when, like a 20-second clip or something. When I say listener, I am actually talking to you because, you know, we don't have many. So don't, please don't expect someone else to do this. I'm talking to actual you. Please send us yes. a short audio clip or two of 
Um, you're, you know, just a moment from a movie that you love and a tiny bit about why. Yeah. Go perfect. on. Yeah, perfect. You, you know you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened to 99 of these episodes, <laughs> we haven't charged you a penny. <laughs> Not a single penny for all of this no. entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been hours of your life. Well, as hours of your life w- wasted, I mean, um, enriched. <laughs> yeah, enriched. By this pr- two middle-aged men prattling on about stuff. Prattling. Sometimes movies, sometimes not. Yes. Uh, hopefully we've depressed you and um, enlightened you a little bit. Anyway, it's going to be the 100th. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> Don't feel any obligation, listener. If you would like to listen without ever in any way responding to anything we say you are more than welcome so to do don't listen to him feel obligated <laughs> <laughs> but also yeah it'd be amazing if someone sent us some audio clip it would be yeah it really would we just want to hear about a film that you love a, a scene from a movie that you really love yeah it could be anything it could be the smallest thing in a film that you just think has yeah. changed your life in some way even a film yeah. that you hate yeah, it could be, but it might be something in it that you also hate, but you think we need to know about. <laughs> like that bit with, like any bit with Bill Murray. Could be Anything that. with Bill Murray. I was going to say Charlie's yeah. Angels, but I don't hate Charlie's Angels. I love Charlie's Angels. I think it's you a like fantastic the film. Not the second one. Yeah, the second one, not so, not so good. Yeah. Anyway, it's getting late. I think we're running out of steam. <laughs> any plugging? Uh, no. One bit of plugging from me. Same okay. thing I mentioned last week. Smallpixel.artificialworlds.net. S-M-O-L-P-X-L. Smallpixel. Actually, if you just search for that with your favorite search engine, you might find it. S-M-O-L-P-X-L.artificialworlds.net, where you can play little games, or you can even work together with me to make little games. I'm Ooh. currently working on a sideways scrolling shooter heavily inspired by R-Type. But not R-Type. Well, I mean, it's really going to be as similar as I can make it to our type. Without being sued. <laughs> Without. What if I got sued? That would be a sign of success, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yeah. Cease and desist. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I made a video about how to make games uh, that I, I hope will encourage you to join in as well. So Woot. Uh, go to the site. Have a click around. Tell your friends. The most popular game on there is called Spring. And ah. you're, you're a spring. I remember this. I said sproing last time we did it. Sproing. <laughs> it's better than it sounds. Uh, yeah. You need to go and check it out, I think. It's listen. a rage game. Okay. That's what my kids tell me. I think that's it. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank See you, you for listening. Time. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>